Welcome to Straight Out of Savannah, Talking with Tammy, a podcast that showcases people you may not know who are choosing to use their gifts to inspire and move the planet. so much for joining us on Straight Out of Savannah. I am so excited to be here. My guest Franny Williams is here and she is going to share all of the goodness. So Franny, tell the people who you are and what it is that you do. Hello everyone. My name is Frandasia Williams. Those who know my soul call me Franny. I am the owner and founder of Guided Surrender, which is lifestyle and wellness brand. And it is my work and my goal to assist women in their journey to healing as they release fear and resistance that's keeping you from manifesting the life of your dreams. I am a intuitive, I am an intuitive spiritual healer and I work with the soul. And so everything that I do is going in and getting really clear about what's going on in your soul, what your ego is hiding from you, where your inner child is still hiding and releasing all of that. So you can walk in your divine feminine power and really connect back to your true self. Mm, I love that. That is so powerful. So tell me, how did you come upon doing this soul work? Yeah. Because many people, you know, want to be coaches and all these other things, but this soul work is a deeper work. So what happened to um, put you on the path? To yeah. Um, my soul awakened in the form of a very deep and dark depression. I would always, in the past, I would have called it anxiety, but I think it was an inner knowing that I was ignoring. I was just very inept as a child and I would, I I had a lot of information coming in. And I think that that would make me anxious because I didn't know what it was. Um, and so yeah, when you don't know what your gifts are, they're terrifying. Um, (laughs) anybody who who does healing work will tell you that it's a journey to accepting and understanding that it's a gift and it's not something that's terrifying. It's, it, it takes time though. And so especially if your gifts are sole purpose work and you start being inclined very young, which was me. So what ended up happening though, I went on a solo trip and I traveled for a couple of months on my own. And um, I remember as a child, I used to manifest being in Italy and I was in Venice and I had this magazine when I was a kid that I looked at and there was a picture of like a bridge with like a gondola going underneath. It was clearly Venice. And I had always said to myself, I was going to go there. So I get all the way to Venice and I've done this long trek and solo travel by myself and conquered all these fears. And I'm thinking to myself while I'm at this bridge that I manifest being at and I'm standing there watching the gondolas and the water flows to the canals and everything's beautiful. I, I should have felt beautiful, right? And yet I found myself yes. saying to, yeah. And I ended up whispering to myself, you have everything you ever wanted. So like, why am I still not happy? And that triggered it. Yes. It was like, I, I went searching for answers and I came back with more questions. And that was the end of her. And so by the time my solo trip ended months later, I was fully blown into my awakening and my healing. But what it looked like and what it felt like for me was a deep, dark depression to the point where I genuinely felt like I was dying. And I remember deeply questioning 
whether or not I could be here anymore um, because I was starting to remember myself. And when you start to remember who you are and the, the job of that, no, the responsibility of yourself, right? You become responsible for it. So all this information was coming in, but luckily, you know, when you're spiritually guided and inclined, the resources are there. It's just about you being open and available to receive them. And um, I remember saying to myself, I, I, I felt so isolated and so lonely. Yeah. So as I grew and thrived through depression and anxiety and was able to find how my gifts were really on the other side of that and to really just allow that stuff to move through me so that my gifts could shine on the other side, I realized that it was now my job and my duty and my gift to be to another woman what I wish I would have had while I was awakening, while I was healing. And so that's how I started doing soul work. Healed my soul, healing my soul and assisting other women as they heal theirs. Yes, that is, that is, that's the piece right there. Just being able to hold that space for another person. Yeah. That is, yeah. that is powerful. Um, it's such a gift. Because I truly believe yeah. that not everyone has that gift. You know? Right. I think we all have gifts and it's our responsibility to, as you know, as we've talked about so many times, and I think anybody listening to this could identify, but and it's our, it's our duty to use our gifts to give them away. Like we're given it and trusted with that gift because we have a duty and a responsibility to give it away. And only you could use that gift in a way that truly goes and fuels the rest of the world, creates birth into the world. And so someone's literally waiting on you to start using your gifts so that they can, so that theirs get triggered so that they can start growing, so that they can start healing. It really is a ripple and domino effect. So it is a gift to have a gift and to know your gift and to be a gift, right? <laughs> yes, yes, all connected. yes, yes, it's all connected. Oh my God, yes. Yeah. So did your, how does your family feel about the type of work that you do? do yeah, you I think very confused. <laughs> well, I come from a, I, I think they were very, I think they, I really don't think they know what I do, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> I also teach yoga. I'm a certified yoga instructor. So I find that people just kind of go with that. They're like, oh, she teaches yoga. When it's like, you know, yoga is a tool that I so use. Much more. Yeah. yeah, so much more than the yoga teacher. And um, I love teaching yoga and I love the gift that yoga is. And I do use that with my clients to assist them as they move through something. It's just like meditation is a tool. Affirmations are tools, yoga practice and asana. It's all tools, spiritual tools. So as far as my family goes, I think that they just think I practice yoga. I don't think they really understand it, but they do know that I'm more of a, I'm very spiritual and I grew up in a very religious family. And I think that they, they weren't they're, they're not, as I was starting to learn more spiritually, I started to disconnect more religiously, but only because I was learning that my spirituality was very closely aligned with religion, but it was about how you translate it. And the way that it was translated religiously wasn't something that I necessarily aligned with spiritually. And so I believe that you know, there's things that are taught religiously that aren't backed up spiritually. For instance, religiously you're taught there's one God. And so you kind of denounce, well, at least if you're a Christian faith, you denounce any other gods. But what, what religion really is, it's God translated in many different ways so that we could all culturally understand it for ourselves. So Allah means God. 
So if you're Muslim and you say Allah, you're praying to God, just like someone who's Christian is saying God. And so it's like when someone says Allah and you're freaking out, it's like they're just saying God. You know what I mean? We have Krishna and Buddha and all these different people who were put into place uh, to represent that type of that type of energy for different cultures. And I always was really interested in learning more about about that than I was kind of the definitive, but this is the right, this is the way. It's a journey for us all. Yes. And I'm very, yeah, I'm inclusive in a way that maybe my family doesn't always support now. <laughs> so whatever. Yes, yes, yes. That is, that is, that's the journey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially those of us that were raised religious and many of us from the South, we, yeah. you know, we were raised religious. Hit the nail on the head. Southern Baptist. This is the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. And all that is fine and dandy. Um, but I remember, like I said, my gifts came to me as a child. So I remember being a child and having a lot of questions um, because a lot of it didn't align with how I felt spiritually, of course. And so at the end of the day, your soul is going to have what she wants. So. <laughs> yes, and that is that. Ooh. Yeah. You just opened something up. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, you just open something up for sure. And the thing is, is a lot of times we don't know how to get it. Yeah, you know, we don't, we don't, we don't take the time to listen, to hear, to feel, yeah. you know, to acknowledge. Because if we do that, then these things will will come for us. Mm-hmm. But if we we don't take the time to you know sit in spirit, you know, for example, or you know. I don't know. Did you get to see the um, what's the name of that movie? The Secret. Did you get to see the no. Secret? No. I heard of it and then did, and chose. I, I I don't remember why I didn't watch it. What's the premise of the movie? You don't really need to watch it now. It's really in a, a movie for people that are awakening. That's really mm-hmm. all it is. You know, no. like. When you start to awaken, I think it, so I wasn't like super, super impressed with it. By the time I watched it, I was like, okay, I already know this stuff. It's like law of attraction. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, you're, if you don't see it, you're good. It's not like you're missing something, (laughs) but it's like law of attraction basics is what I, I I think it is, you know, it's Okay. okay. You know, and everybody takes that how they want to but it was so many different people in it like Louise Hay was in it and Wayne Dyer and um Proctor and you know um some of those a lot of those spiritual yeah I've heard of it but I've never personally consumed the content but I'm curious I saw it on Netflix I think uh a little bit ago okay I was like like that I was like you know what let me see what this is about because somebody had given me the book and I read a little bit of it. And for me, I do books the same way. You know, I go through and see what I need. And then, you know, I don't usually read the whole thing, especially if they're really big. But um, I just, you know, skim through them and go see if it's something, you know, the content that I need. And then I, you know, move on with it. But, um, and I kind of did that with that one. I was like, mm, okay. And then I think I listened to it on Audibles too. And so mm. I was like, it's all right you know it's okay it's good but yeah it's it's really basic okay so it wasn't I don't think earth shattering to be honest with you you know but 
maybe I was at a place where I could receive it at the time. Right. Sense? Yeah, it does actually very much so. So, so what type of um, clients are you looking for to come into your containers and, and, and share about your containers? If you have, you got a group program going on right now, or you're doing more, uh, more, uh, I call it like a hybrid program. You're, you're one-to-one. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one-to-ones are obviously like a gym for me. I love being able to work with people one-on-one. Um, but there's a special thing that happens synergy wise with, with groups where you're not just learning from me, you learn from each other. It's, it's, we're all picking up on each other's energy. And I think that there's something very beautiful about that. So right now, the work that I'm doing, it's uh, with my container, the, the Fearless Free Spirit. And it's all about shifting from the wounded feminine to the divine feminine. So the woman, wounded feminine is insecure and questioning and uh, unable to trust and detached. And you know the divine feminine is secure with herself and confident and able to create and boldly stand in her truth and her power. And so shifting from your wounded state to your, your divine feminine state. So I have the Fearless Free Spirit Collective, which is a six week journey. There's some surprise bonuses that will come with that as well. And um, for the first five women who sign up, that will also include a one-on-one intuitive reading with me so that we can chart out what is it that your soul is trying to get you to heal during the part, during the six-week journey so that you can more hyper-focus on that and also receive the guidance going into the group of how that can be effective for you. But during the six weeks, um, each week we're going through some different steps and stages that are going to connect you further into your divine feminine. Soul work doesn't happen overnight. So all of my programs happen over a period of time for that reason. I think that it's irresponsible of me as a healer to have one session with someone and be like, okay, you're, you know, you're done. <laughs> um, you're not, you, you can keep doing the work on your own, uh, but you have to be responsible for that. And, and, you know, to know what it is that you have to do. Um, but I think if you're in a place in your life where you are looking for a guide to assist you through understanding and navigating your healing journey, that is what I do. I feel like the clients that I have are attracted to me that somehow, some way they've all found their way to me and it's felt really, yeah, I'm a, I, I'm a reflector. The breadcrumbs out. Yeah. Yeah. As a projector, like that's my, that's, that's just, just, that's just kind of how it works. But I put the breadcrumbs out. I show up. I'm here. I'm available for you. But it's like, I, what I say to my clients or to potential clients is if you feel energetically connected to me, even like the slightest inclination of I should speak to her, that's your confirmation. Like that's, that's the, that's the only thing you need to do. Even if you're not able to jump into a program at that moment, make the connection because you, you, you don't have any idea. I get messages from my clients before they ever even come on the call. The message comes in about what they are going with their guides are trying to tell them before they even come in. I had a client on, um, I had a client, I had three clients yesterday and, um, I had a client last week and I said that to all of them. I was like, this message came in for you before we even started and, or something will happen in my week. And I'm like, why is this happening? Or why am I getting this message? And I won't know what it's for. Cause I'm a vessel. I'm a gift. Right. So the messages that come in here are for me, but sometimes they're not. And so when I get my client on the call and they start talking to me, I'm like, oh, <laughs> here's the, you that's know, why. this is what's going on. Yeah. Um, and so that, that's why I say like, if you feel that inclination, I can't know that, like, you know that. And so 
I don't look. I stand my ground and I hold space and I invite you in. And if it feels aligned and purposeful for you to speak to me, then I invite you to do so. And we'll go from there, you know? Oh, that is just powerful. Yeah. Uh, So where do you see yourself going with your business as time goes on? I tell people, and maybe I don't say this enough, but work with me now because I don't see myself always being um, in a position where I'll be working with one-on-ones, where I'll have the capacity or the ability. Healing work is, um, as as you know, and as we've discussed, it's very energetically um, depleting in some senses. And I don't necessarily, yeah, yeah, I like love it. And I don't even want to use the word depleting, but it, it takes a lot of energy. And within the next five years, I'd like to expel maybe a quarter of the energy that I expel now. So <laughs> I always tell, I always tell people. You want to be doing VIPs. Probably. Um, but I do see myself doing more, more passive work. I do see myself automating some of this so that, that courses can happen. Um, because I want to be able to be of service to as many women as possible, but I'm only one person. Yes. Um, and so um, my goal is to continue to maximize the amount of women that I can serve while also preserving my own soul, my own spirit. And so within the next couple of years, that would, that's, that's going to mean I'm going to have to do significantly less because I'm creating so much more. But I, my goal in the next couple of years is honestly, um, to build my manifestations. I want to be home and, you know, I'm, okay, I'm, so I'm, where, where, where are we going on the beach? I think I want to, I think I, I, my, my vision is um, a home that has a view of the mountains and the ocean. And so you only get that on the West coast, unless there's somewhere on the East coast that I'm not privy to. I don't think so. True. What do you think about Puerto Rico? (laughs) Timmy's dropping gems, y'all. I don't know. I don't have a destination yet. But um, I have my own dreams, you know, my own so work and my own manifestations. But I definitely, definitely my main goal is to just continue to build this beautiful community of women who are each other's soul tribe. And that's my number one goal. And whatever that bursts, I will open. I'm also a writer. I'm also a performer. And I, I want to use every avenue of myself to facilitate healing in some form. And I think healing can look lots of different ways. And over the next few years, I just plan on finding out how many ways that I can facilitate healing so I can continue to reach as many women as possible. And that's, that's the goal. Yes, that is, that is so powerful because the thing is, is people are dying left and right. I don't know if you notice, but Mm -hmm. people are dying your age, my age, in between, all around us. And many times it's stress. Because mm-hmm. people are stressed the freak out. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times they need healing. Yeah. It's almost like people that need mental health counseling, they mm-hmm. need it, but they won't go get it. No. Available to them. If you work a job, most jobs pay for that stuff for you to have at least a few sessions. Yeah. You have a, you know, a department or whatever. But I mean, And it's the same way with the healing. You know you need healing. You know you need to get rid of some of those crazy beliefs that you got, but but you won't. 
Yeah. Know? Oh, and you don't know how sometimes, right? Right. Or you don't even know how to reach out to people or ask for help. You yeah. listen to people and you hear, you know, because you, we all, we all have done it. You listen to somebody talking like, oh man, I need that. Right. Yeah. We've all done it. Yeah. You know, I always, many people you listen and they hear us talking and they still won't reach out, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and, but they need it. Because yeah. I think about this. I think about, I think about like DMX. I feel like if he had a healer, he'd still mm-hmm. be alive because he yeah. needed so much healing and he wasn't getting it with them throwing him in, in the rehab and in jail and all that stuff. He don't get healing there. And he had a beautiful mind. He just needed nurturing. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said I I really, I felt so bad when he passed. I was like, I wish somebody could have gotten to him. Yeah. You know, because that's what he needed. And the mm-hmm. thing is, is people don't know when you're on drugs and stuff, you they, they give you those three, five, seven days or whatever it is, but then you got to change your mindset. Mm. you know that you healed it in the body but then you got to change your mindset because that's how people walk right out of rehabs and go straight back to doing the same shit they was doing in the mind yeah 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 and so that that's the thing so it's like you you you're dealing with this situation but you need somebody to talk to to help you to navigate that stuff right you come out from that place yeah and I think healing, just as you said it, I I remember when I was first, you know, coming up with, you know, what exactly the work that I wanted to do. And that was something that I was realizing. And like, when I was talking to people is most of us, there's a good portion of us that do want to heal and and do want to release these limited beliefs and these mindset blocks, but don't know where to start, don't know how. And I think that's the number one thing that I hear from my clients is they just don't know how they don't, they there's, we have a capacity for how much knowledge we have on our own. And then you start needing to get some help. Even me in my healing journey, I have someone who helps me because there's a capacity for what I can do for myself as far as, because I only have so much knowledge and there's someone else who's done more, who has more experience or more life experience or more soul work in another area that I'm still traveling through. Right. At least in this lifetime. So I think it's, I think it's, it's really important to be able to ask for help. And, and that was part of my healing journey too, just being able to say, hey, like, help me, please. Oh, excuse me. I apologize. It makes you, it's okay. I've been released to y'all. So yawning, say it's the energy yeah. shift. Yawning is an energy shift. That's why I never tell my clients, like, please don't apologize, even though I did it. Please don't apologize for yawning because I know what it means. You, you're, it, you could be yawning at times when you're completely energetic because your body's releasing so much energy. Exactly. Yeah. So welcome your yawns. Welcome them. (laughs) (laughs) That's so powerful. If you think about it, it's like, as you, I feel like this too. I feel like as we work with women, it also helps build us up. Yeah. You know, it's it's like we're strengthening them and they're strengthening us. Yeah. You know, anyways. Um, And accountability. Do you ever feel that? Like, I feel... Yeah. I feel like this intense desire to be accountable. Like I was journaling the other day and I said to myself, I've put so much emphasis. I I love, I'm someone who really enjoys like, um, I believe it's a whole mind, but body and soul experience. And so I love to take care of my body and I love to 
use movement as a way to, um, to support my mental health. So I like to work out and eat well and things like that. And I noticed while I was journaling, I was like, you've been prioritizing going to the gym over meditating, over practicing yoga, over getting your mind right. And that's irresponsible of me for the work that I do. I gotta, I gotta have my mind, right. I have to be clear. And yes, the gym helps with that in a certain sense, but there's nothing like meditating and really tapping in and getting your sun time and recharging through the earth. And so I checked myself and I was like, sister girl, you like, you need to get back to that the soul work. Yeah. Like it's okay if my biceps are popping, but if my brain and my mind, body and soul aren't connected, my chakras aren't glowing and everything's out of balance, shit don't matter. So I'm, I'm shifting. Like it's about balance. Like, yes, go to the gym and, you know, get that together, but also come home and meditate or meditate before you go or, you know, so take that time. Or meditate while you're working out. Like while you're working out. Yeah. Like let that be your meditation. Right. And um, I think for me, uh, silence is a really important thing for me because I do receive so much information during the day. And so to just be silent, to just like let myself clear out. Um, so just taking that time to be in silence too, but just being accountable for your own gift, right? You got to nurture it. Just like if you had an animal, like a, a pet, a child or whatever, you nurture your children, we, we have to nurture our gifts as well. Yes, yes. So what is your most, um, your most prevalent gift? intuitive healing. So, um, I get divine messages and downloads directly from God, directly from spirit. My team talks to your team. They use me as a vessel to talk to you. And I mean, it comes to me, I I think it's claircognizance most of all. Um, but I just have an inner knowing, but, um, I get flashes of visions of things, um, and just information that, is going to help you on your journey. And also I think it's my soul, my, my human design as a projector, it's our work to help people identify the path of least resistance. And so the messages that I'm getting are to help you move down the path of the least resistance. So the path that is the most finely charted for you and free will always prevails, but I get these messages where, where your darkness is, hi- is hiding. And I assist you in bringing light to it. And once I found out that that was a gift, at first, my whole life, I was like, I just, I thought it was just this random, you know what I mean? And then you realize one day you're like, oh, everybody can, everybody didn't do that. <laughs> I was going to say, how did you reconcile that as a child? I mean, what, what oh, were some of boy. the things that, yeah, because it's, I feel bad for that little girl. I do. Um, I'm still going back and giving her messages. Um, I don't know that I'll ever stop, but I was, as a child, I remember always feeling like I didn't belong where I was. Like I, I always, I think very young, I was very aware that I was of another energy and I, I spent the majority of my childhood saying I was adopted and things like that. I was always trying to run <laughs> I, I was always trying to run away from home as a child, like a six-year-old with a backpack, like I'm leaving home. I, re- I have memories of me telling my mom I was leaving. Um, and there was one time I had packed my purple book bag. I think it was like either a Disney princess or a Barney book bag or something. And I packed it. And we used to have this house where like the laundry room is by the door. 
and I had gone to past the kitchen and told my mom I was leaving. I was going to go to my sister's house and I was hitting the road and I'm six, maybe I'm yay high. My mom's like cutting up food in the kitchen. She's like, all right, well, I think you should get some food in you before you go. And I was like, well, I guess I'll stay and, and, and recharge. And she was like, you're not going to get that far with the bag full of socks. But I was always so determined to figure out who I was. And, um, but I also, I also had a lot of childhood trauma and a lot of um, unfortunate experiences that um, allowed me to begin to forget. And that's, that's what happens. That's the lifetime, right? And I'm just now making my way back to her. So, um, and that I, is a beautiful experience. Yeah, it is. You have to choose to see it that way though, right? <laughs> It's because it's a it's a perspective shift, yeah. you know. Because otherwise, it you couldn't see it in that way, and it just would not sit right with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you shift those perspective, mm-hmm. and you could say, "Yeah, this was this was okay. This was a journey." Absolutely, and everything you know. I didn't die. I didn't. I didn't die. Yeah, everything led me here, and I couldn't be more grateful to be where I am. So. Yeah. It, it happened the way that it was meant to happen so that I could remember who I am and or remember who my soul is, right? So, yes, that I'm is so, that is, that's awesome. That is so yeah. awesome. So, uh, as much as I hate to end here, we're going to have to do that, but share with the people where they can connect with you and if you have any upcoming programs or anything that you're looking for people for. Yeah, so um, thank you all for listening. Thank you, Tammy, for having me. I'm so grateful. Um, I'm always, always grateful to be put in a position where we can share the word of healing. And then I also think as women of color, as Black women, to share this word, um, because when you were talking about mental health and it's cultural too, it's passed down to us to not check, to not listen, to not ask these deeper questions. And so to be visual examples of debunking that and choosing to put yourself first and to heal yeah. is, 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 is beautiful. And that's like one of my number one goals. So thank you for continuing to do the work you do and for having me on. Um, if you were interested in following me or connecting with me further, I am, my at is guided surrender. So guided surrender, if you just type that in, you'll get guidedsurrender.com. I'm guided surrender on Instagram, guided surrender on Facebook, guided surrender on Twitter. So guided surrender, and um, you can find me there. The Fearless Free Spirit Collective happens at the end of May. And this is a collective of women who are building a soul tribe as we heal our wounded feminine and shift into our divine feminine. So if that sounds like you, yeah, that sounds like something you want to do, you want to learn more about. Um, I am currently running a special on it. I had a divine message pop in yesterday. And so I'm announcing that special. So follow me on Facebook, jump into my group, which is called Breathe With Me. Um, But even if you find me on Guided Surrender on Facebook, all that is there. And I'll be announcing that special this week. So um, I would love to meet more of you and feel free to reach out. Awesome. This was such an amazing time. And I say that with each and every time that I interview people, but I think it's always amazing. And Sister Franny has such an amazing sweet spirit and her programs. And I'm sure even the one-on-ones are going to be so special. 
So if that's something that you're looking for as well, because she loves to do them. So you might want to jump in before she raises her prices. <laughs> because she is, she is it's phenomenal. I've actually been in a container with her and she's amazing. So again, thank you so much for joining me and gracing my show with your presence. Um, I just really enjoyed this and I'm really oh. so excited for your journey and I'm excited for what God is going to be doing for you coming up or what he's already done. Let's go there. Yeah. What's happening? What's happening? So again, thank you for hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Thank y'all for hanging out with us. It's been amazing. Bye now. Bye. Thank you. And make sure that you are following her on Facebook and Instagram and wherever she is at guided surrender right guided surrender so follow her on all those places and make sure that you are following me on facebook at tammy morrison on instagram at i am really tammy y morrison because there's somebody else with my same name <laughs> so um make sure that you are liking and sharing and subscribing if you are watching this on youtube so again thank you for hanging out with us and if you're watching it on Mupo TV, welcome. And thank you so much for joining us. So have a wonderful rest of your day, evening, weekend, night, whatever it is. Bye now. Bye. Thank you. I know you've been blown away with the amazing Valley here today. Now go out and inspire the planet. And be sure to send us a message when you're ready to come talk about it. I'm straight out of Savannah. Talking with Tammy.